Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome to Machine Learning. So, um, time series can be used to, um, you can use interpolation to uh, smooth out um, smooth out your your curve uh, with to backfill the NANDs or you can um, uh, use uh, prod come prod and come add or some so accumulative at multiplication and what uh, um, that becomes is a series so for example you can calculate the percent change and the uh, so you start with the first the first uh, price and then you can uh, calculate the percent change which is the difference between the the growth between the previous value and the current value. And then you can multiply that. And if you multiply all of those uh, percent changes, then you can you can uh, uh, get back to the original value. And get back to the original value. And uh, and so you can either do it by looking at the differences or you can look at it from the cumulative based on the percent change. And uh, <coughs> then what's interesting is you can do the random walk. Now, at first, when you're thinking about, well, why would I want to do the random walk uh, with in comparison between your current distribution of numbers and the random walk distribution? Well, what you were doing with the random walk is that you can create a uh, Gaussian distribution from the random num from a random set of numbers. So we can set up uh, some parameters, and we can create um, a normal distribution of random numbers. Then, using our real numbers, we can randomly sample uh, values from the real numbers. 
and then we can compare uh, using uh, disk plot we can compare our Gaussian distribution to our actual distribution and see where if there's uh, variance and this will show you the outliers to your distribution and uh, what I did with uh, NI NEO was I did that and I would, you could see that you know it had a strong outlier distribution and so then you're asking the question what does that mean and I think what that means is when you have a strong outlier distribution you have less predictability um because you don't, uh, it doesn't fall in the normal distribution. So in the case of NEO or NIO, they had a 20-fold increase in their stock. So I, I put in uh, $1,000 and then I ran my, uh, I ran my, percent changes and did my come some and applied that to uh, the percent the percentage change to that thousand dollars and based on the pattern of the stock growth for last year it would have made me twenty thousand dollars a thousand dollar investment would have made me a twenty thousand dollar return however even though it outperformed tesla it outperformed the s p 500 it was doing very i mean it was a stellar growth its distribution was highly outlier driven so that means that there was a serious change in the market perception about electric cars and uh, NIO became a, a darling for investor growth. Now, does that mean that next year that growth pattern can be sustained? And I don't know uh, and because you cannot know the future. <clears throat> and there is very little data because it is a uh, uh, a new company so it's a uh, you don't know all the challenges it has with financing that was a big problem with Tesla is getting he was um, he was building so fast and he needed he needed capital investment to keep operations going so he was at one point he was very challenged to get uh, get money to uh, continue to grow his company Well, stock stock trading is, can be hazardous. You can get all your moving averages and you can get your indicators. And that's really kind of like witchcraft, you know. You're 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 trying to you're trying to predict into the future and know what the behavior of the system will be. And it's kind of like fortune telling and uh, very dangerous, very dangerous. But um, there is some element of mathematics to this because you, you know, with the 
correct distribution, you can have a higher confidence. And so investing is uh, rule number one to investing is don't lose your initial investment. So, you know, some of the other stocks I was looking at had were closer to that normal distribution. So they're more, more predictable in terms of uh, uh, reliability on a normal distribution. And so I could simulate, once you get a normal distribution, you can simulate it. So you can take, uh, uh, you can take uh, more samples from your data and then uh, feed that into your model and then train your, your uh, neural net um, based on that data and get a better, better signal stronger signal based on the data that you have but again you know I would say the that uh, this is all based on historical data so you know predicting into the future based on the historical data uh, is not always accurate and especially where you have high outlier profile there are a lot of factors <coughs> that can affect that, um, affect that price. Well, as I think about uh, robots and how they are being used uh, to assemble trusses, um, do a lot of the pre prefabrication of homes, uh, you know, it's, one of the big factors to any construction is the foundation, the concrete. And uh, it seems like you could use a robot to monitor the temperatures of, uh, of the concrete to make sure that it uh, uh, is not getting too cold. You're keeping it, uh, you know, the, it, it does forms correctly and uh, one technology to do that is thermal scans now as I was talking about yesterday about agriculture and robotics um, I read an article that talked about how they were using thermal scanning and cameras that were on the uh, watering units to watch for areas where there were hot spots and uh, where things were getting dry and um, they could monitor things like uh, the amount of water that needed to be put in that area so it would the the pivot system would move over to that area and then it would water it <clears throat> and you know when you look at the, how a pivot system works is it it's uh it uh it evenly distributes the water around in a circle and it's doing that on a time basis. So at a certain time of the day, it turns on, it moves to that area and it starts watering. So now with robots, you can turn, you can control the, the flow of water and you can move the, you can move the pivot system to the area where uh, <clears throat> that uh, their water is needed. And so the, the system is constantly monitoring the field 
you can have drones that are flying over that are monitoring the field and looking for areas and, and providing areas of hot spots. And then you can have that feed that directly into uh, the computer that's controlling the, the watering system. A more intelligent uh, way of, of dealing. And so to reduce the amount of water, reduce the amount of pesticides, uh, at the same time keeping the crop yield uh, strong so you can the farmers can make a profit now, I did see that the that they were doing this uh, they first discovered this with the wine industry where in I think it was in France and uh, they know they wanted a, a certain quality of wine but they found that uh, that, that uh, some areas, we're not getting enough water and so the, the wine quality wasn't as good and uh, and so they started using uh, thermal scanning <coughs> to detect where these hot spots were in their uh, in the vineyard and so they they applied this and then they had a watering system that was automated and then they got uh, better wine quality so now they're looking at, you know, using these type of automation systems everywhere. And the same thing I think could be true for uh, concrete is if you could uh, apply uh, thermal scans, watch, you know, on a constant uh, pulse basis where things need to be kept warmer and at a more constant temperature. And uh, so as that concrete sets, uh, it's going to set correctly because of the investment there. Now also, it's interesting how you set up the forms to put your, pour your concrete. Uh, the concrete is mixed, and then it's put down, and then you have human labor that uh, smooths out the concrete. And, uh, and then puts the lines and everything. And it seems like that that is an area where you could have a machine do that work. That's super hard to move that concrete around. It's super heavy. You're in there with shovels and you're moving that, that concrete around. Uh, you know, could you have a, a machine that could perfectly smooth that concrete and then also, as it's uh, uh, drying, make sure that it's at a constant temperature so that it forms correctly. So these are things that are, are important to consider. They, uh, they do make a difference in the quality of your, uh, your product. All right. Well... We'll uh, work. We'll be talking to you soon.